I say audition and forget because a lot of times if it's not your role, then it's just not your role. Just move on to the next, find what works for you. I don't know. You just have to really keep a level head and just keep telling yourself that there is a role for yourself out there and just stay confident. Hear the neon lights buzzing, the bartender shaking up a drink, and a mic check in progress. Welcome to the Open Mic Podcast, where the backstage is brought to you. I'm Andrew De Niro, and coming onto the stage we have Brianna Raquel. Brianna is an actress and singer-songwriter. Her notable credits include a guest star role on CBS's Criminal Minds and has a reoccurring co-star role on CBS's SEAL Team. She's also known for her reoccurring role in a Crypt TV miniseries. Her other credits include roles in the films Sunsprite and Tubi. In early 2019, Brianna released her first EP, Beginner's Love, and has been touring with High School Nation Spring 2019. So you released your first EP titled Beginner's Love in the beginning of 2019. I'm gonna, we're going to get back to that. Um, but first, you've acted in some different series on CBS. You've acted yeah. in Criminal Minds, SEAL Team. Um, how have you enjoyed acting in those shows? Oh, I love it. It's a really great environment on both sets. Um, they're, they're both very different. But I've always been a fan of um, Criminal Minds. So it was like kind of a dream come true to be a part of it. And um, everyone that I've like been watching for so many years, but they were so nice and stuff. And then SEAL Team is like, um, I made a lot of friends on the set. I'm actually still friends with one of the girls I was shooting with. And um, I just had a lot of fun diving into those characters. Now, who was your character on Criminal Minds? You were a guest star on that show, right? Yes, her name was Bethany Wilson. What what was her character? She was one of the three high school girls that the storyline kind of revolved around. Um, without spilling too much information, if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, so I don't want to say too much. But um, definitely watch it. There is a pretty cool plot twist. So, um yeah, and I'm actually still friends with the girls that I did it with. So that's really cool about being a part of a project. You make lifetime friends. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, <laughs> Do you have a favorite role um, between Criminal Minds and SEAL Team? Is there a character that you felt was most like your personality that just fit you well? Hmm. Okay, so my favorite character that I've played is Bethany, just because she did a lot of cool things in that episode. And it was really fun to kind of, it would be my first time doing like very, very minor stunts and stuff. And um, I thought that was really cool. But I think I'm more like Hannah on SEAL Team. She's very mature. She's independent. Um, She knows what she wants and she's very supportive of her friends. And I feel like that is more like how I am. On this show, we like to give a backstage view into things. So walk us through your process of auditioning. I mean, you were a young girl at the time. How did you begin the process and what was it like? So actually, SEAL Team was a very quick process, especially for um, episodic season. You're like, you audition, then you hear like 
I don't know, maybe a day later. So I went in and I actually auditioned with one line <laughs> and that was it. And what was the line? The line was, I think we should stay here. <laughs> that and was literally it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But um, a lot of it was like casting based off of like how you look too. So it just ended up being like the perfect role and the perfect casting and stuff. So, yeah. And how did you get involved in this to begin with? How did you find out about the auditions? Who really got the ball rolling for you? Was that just all on your own? Oh, no, no, no. I, um, I have a great representation agency and um, they, I don't know, we just have a really great relationship and they really hustle for me. I feel like they gave me a lot of good auditions and stuff, but I definitely have to give credit to my parents for putting me in acting when I was a lot younger because then I came back to it and realized that I loved it. So That's great. And what's some advice that you would give to someone that hasn't started their acting career yet and wants to get into to acting? I'd say learn as much as you can. A lot of people don't know how much goes into the actual process and the whole acting world itself. I'd say get into classes, get in front of a casting director, like workshops and stuff. Just learn, work on your craft, see what you love about acting because this is definitely a career that you have to be in love with because persistence is everything when it comes. You get so many no's, 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 no, no's. It can go to your head. You just have to have faith that you will get that one yes. Yeah. What is that like? How do you persist through the no's? I guess, how do you wade through all of the no's and finally get that yes? How do you keep your confidence up? Um, I always have this little saying that I say, and um, I say audition and forget. Because a lot of times, if it's not your role, then it's just not your role. If it's not your role, then you just find which one it is. You know, like you can't be mad that if you don't like really perfectly fit the role that you didn't get it. Just move on to the next, find what works for you. And it's okay sometimes if you want to say, hey, no, I don't really think that this character um, really is me. I've done that a couple of times. If I felt like the character or the plot was like not fitting with my brand or something, or if I couldn't play that role, I've declined because I know what roles I can play. And um, I don't know. You just have to really keep a level head and just keep telling yourself that there is a role for yourself out there and just stay confident. It seems like acting has been part of your life for quite a long time now. How did you make that transition over into making music? Was music always a passion of yours? Music is always a passion for mine. Um, I've actually started music before I started acting. Um, I uh, started vocal lessons when I was five, and I have never stopped singing since then. (laughs) Um, I didn't start thinking of singing as an actual career until I was about like 12, 13-ish, and that's about the same time as I started my acting career, which was like 11. So um, they kind of just came back together. I was in a lot of different things. I tried sports, which, um, not for me. Um, so I just, not came for back. everyone. Yeah, no, not for everyone. And that definitely not me, but, um, definitely like, I don't know. They just kind of came together, honestly, as like, Oh wow. I really like this career. I've always wanted to be an entertainer. Why don't I just take the leap, move to LA and do it. 
We had Harrison Cole on the podcast yesterday. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, mm-hmm. but he's an actor and he recently transitioned into being a recording artist. Okay. Do you, do you feel like being an actor coming from acting and then becoming a recording artist, do you think that there's some advantages that acting gives you to become a better recording artist? Um, I do. And I don't, um, I do in a sense of like, let's say, uh, Ariana Grande, you know, she was on Nickelodeon. She got her name out there through her acting career and then was like, let me transition and go to my music. Cause I can actually sing. And that worked for her. Same as Selena Gomez. Um, but then there are some actors who do like this singing thing and it's just not for everyone and that's okay. Like you don't have to be great at all branches. Like for me, my strong suit is acting and singing, but I'm not a great dancer and that's okay. I do the singing and the acting part. I'm glad you brought that up because it seems like you've been able to merge music and acting. In 2017, you appeared in the worldwide Jingles Jammy commercial for Mm -hmm. Old Navy. Now, I have no idea what that is. I haven't seen it, but it (laughs) seems like it's people um, that are singing wearing Christmas clothes. Am I close? Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what it is. It's a very cool commercial. It's basically like this whole um, neighborhood coming out and we're like all hearing each other's families singing and we're like, oh, really? Okay, here's my part of the song that I can sing. And um, yeah, it's kind of like... They call it jingle jammies because we're all in Old Navy um, pajamas and stuff and we're all singing and then we all come together and sing as a neighborhood. It's actually really cute. (laughs) Sounds like it. Was that fun for you to be able to sing and act at the same time? It was so fun. It was like a dream come true. I was like, I'm doing two things I love for one project. It doesn't get cooler than that. So I want to get back to talking about beginner's love. You've you've said before that I, you love putting your own twist on broad ideas such as love songs. How do you think you achieved that message in this album? Um, so one of my favorite examples of that is my song called Dessert. I was thinking of like how relationships are and um, especially teen relationships. They're so you dive into them so quickly and so intensely and then they're like they're so good at first and then it just like doesn't really last and I was like what else is like that and I was like um like a cupcake like dessert or something like it's so good and love it at first and then like it just doesn't last so I think that's um definitely a twist on a love song but yeah that's what I was going for so And what artists would you most compare yourself to or who do you think is the most influential over your music? You talked about Ariana Grande a little bit before, and it's funny that you brought her up because when I was listening to your album, I heard some elements of Ariana Grande in there. Is she a big influence for you? (laughs) Definitely. I've been listening to her for years. She's been one of my favorites. Um, Seeing her in concert, I absolutely love her. Um, but I've also heard that I can uh, resemble Alicia Keys or like a Kehlani, which I'm not mad at because both artists are super talented. So, um, yeah, I feel like I have a little more of an R&B twist to Ariana Grande, but definitely I pull from her. <laughs> Brianna, tell us what's coming up next for you. Do you have any upcoming releases that we should be watching out for? 
So I am working on a single. It's early in the process, but I would stay tuned if I were you. What's the musical direction like? Is it going to sound like your previous album or are you doing something different? Um, I'm going to go a little more R&B. I've always wanted to dive more into that just because that's mostly what I listen to. And um, I figured why go more pop when I listen to mostly R&B. So I'm going to do R&B. Any idea broadly when that might be available? Hmm, I don't know if I can release that. <laughs> so not yet. So it's still in the works. Definitely still in the works. But I, um, I will release that I want to do a music video with it. So be excited about that too. Definitely. Well, Brianna, thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, Brianna Raquel. If you would like the opportunity to tell your story on the open mic stage or would like to get in contact with us, go to www.theopenmicapp.com for more details. Hey, a quick shout out to the one and only Chaz Ultra for producing this podcast. Go check out his music on all major music streaming platforms.